be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast so you have access to new content as soon as it comes out. And don't forget to share it so you can be a part of that ripple effect of Go Be Love. And if you're someone who's struggling with the Go Be Love concept, if you're someone sitting at home hurting, think you'd benefit from some coaching, or if you're an organization that's just looking to add chaplains into your workforce, go to gobeloveinc.com and schedule a free 15-minute session with me now. everybody. Thank you for coming back to Go Be Love podcast. We are here this week with Chris, the general manager from a local restaurant group, and we're just going to hear his story a little bit about the beginning days of the pandemic and then about how that restaurant group responded with love um, during that time of just pain and confusion. And, and part of why it's so important for me to have you here, Chris, is because when, when the restaurant, when the pandemic first hit and, and the restaurants were closing down, you reached out to all the employees and kind of said the excess stuff that we have that's going to go bad, that you wanted them to have that, which was a blessing to those families. But we were, as the group, surviving and thriving. We were able to take some of those things and bless families with it, which was, uh, which was awesome because sometimes, you know, you can give ramen and stuff like that. But when you can give, like, a family that's really hurting, like a peanut butter bomb or something, it's... um that kind of elegancy and, and, you know, that that normalcy, it's a really beautiful thing and it just kind of restores and for a moment there, there's peace and, and you guys provided that. So that's really um, why it was important for me to just share your story and what you did for the group and the people, uh, not only here in Indianapolis, but the, the reach that you had with our group. So why don't you just kind of introduce yourself and tell us about who you are in your position and then what it was like in those beginning days. Sure. Yeah, my name's Chris Farney. I'm the general manager of Provision, work part of the Cunningham Restaurant Group. Um, you, you know, it was a tough, tough period. We started feeling the effects about mid-February, late February, and, you know, you started hearing a lot of things on the news. We started ha- canceling events. Um, fewer people were coming into the restaurant. Our pre-shift meetings changed. I, I remember at some point looking at our staff and going, Hey guys, you need to change your your spending habits right now. We don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going on, but there's something big going on. We need to we need to adjust. And you know, we finally got the word. I think it was uh, March 16th that we were closing the next day. The word came out from Mike Cunningham that hey, every restaurant's going to give away all their their food that's not you know frozen to the staff. So arrange with your team to call them in. Let's, let's put that into their hands and see if that can help them for a short period of time. So, you know, on, on the 17th, uh, we, we had everyone come in. There was a lot of food and, you know, the, the walking cooler was opened up. We had bags, we had boxes, people went in, were able to gather what they wanted. And we, we even had leftover where we, we got the the cleaning crew from the hotel to come in and, and get some as well. So it was, it was really a, it felt good to be able to give back to the team that helped build the restaurant. So, it, I mean, and it, it restored, I know, because personally, you know, there's some attachment here. My wife, Alyssa works for you um, and she's in the restaurant industry. So our family really had that, that day, day when it closed, you know, that last day, uh, there was just a lot of fear and confusion. So even for us to be able to, go in and, and do that, uh, not only to bless other families, but it was huge for us to be able to do that. So, and part of that, um, 
what what happened after that um, because the pandemic nobody knew at the time right we thought maybe this is a week or two but it ended up being quite a while and so not only provision but cunningham restaurant group as a whole they kind of stepped up in a whole lot of different ways so tell me about that mindset and your experience working with them before the pandemic how that uh, that love for their employees kind of rolled out months in the pandemic sure mike cunningham has always been He's been very generous with the community. In fact, he he wants each and every restaurant to be the choice to please their their guests and their community. So, you know, it, it was just kind of a natural thing for him to take over. I mean, he had already had a um, he had a food pantry on the west side of town that he had been uh, he helped get started and help promote and and uh, provide funds for. You know, I think they they just stepped up and started rolling on with their. They had already had a relationship with Second Helpings, but that increased dramatically. They be, they brought or opened up one of the restaurants, became a, a satellite kitchen for Second Helpings. I don't know the the exact number, but it was in the thousands of meal thousands of meals uh, per week that they were help able to help provide. Uh, Second Helpings is such a neat group here in Indianapolis. Yeah. And for them to have a, a second kitchen along with a, um, a full staff of cooks to be able to provide that, um, that service for our community was really special. And, um, yeah. you know, I, I, I know they've continued that for many, many months. And I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not positive if they're still doing that. I believe they are. But um, it's really just a testament to of like what all of us can do with just the assets and the things that we have. You know, right. there was this kitchen that wasn't being used. There was a community that needed this food. And so the, the partnership there is really beautiful. And I think we can all just kind of take internally, what do we have laying around? What do we have that we can bless people with and, and kind of use that even if we're not like this huge restaurant group. So that was really beautiful. There were some things that you did um, for the employees too during the pandemic that Cunningham as a whole did. So, well, you know, one thing was nice, um, you know, with by the 17th, so the day every restaurant is closing within our group, they had already reached out to some of Mike's contacts. Where can we find our staff, our team, another job, a part-time job in the meantime? Um, so there, you know, there was a call center that there was a group of, of uh, CRG team that went up and worked. There were some other outlets for us to, to go and find another job. I even went, I took one day off and then went and worked at a call center for, for a month. And it just helped help my peace of mind through that, throughout that period. It gave me something to do a schedule every day. So, and, and along with, I think there was probably about 30 other people in that room that were able to take advantage of that. So, you know, and along with a lot of the, you know, a lot of the restaurants where it made sense, we were able to keep them open for takeout only. So we kept some of the people employed and, um, you know, they, they gave everyone, uh, the option of, of getting their vacation pay paid out all at once. So it, you know, they didn't want people just to, to go from day one of, of making money to the next day. You're, you have nothing, mm-hmm. you know, yes, you were able to get unemployment if, if you were not working over a period of time, but, but that was weeks mm-hmm. before you could get that. So, you know, to have that, uh, that vacation pay to, to hold you over or a part-time job. Yeah. It was really nice to have a company that, that cared that much about their team to be able to set those things up. Yeah, you know, they, they also had a program for a while where, you know, every CRG employee could go to one of the open restaurants and, and get $30 worth of food. 
for free. So it was it was really a nice uh, gesture. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, again, just another example of, of how we can just use what we have to put a little bit of like normalcy and humanity back into the world. And you know, just thirty dollars at like a brew burger or somewhere like that, it really does. Especially during that pandemic and during the lock in when everything was so just scary. It really just restores a little bit of humanity to be able to enjoy that moment with your family and provide that. So it was just an awesome thing. And then you personally, so you, it's intriguing because you're a general manager of a, of a restaurant and then the pandemic hit, they closed the restaurant down. You had one, essentially one day notice, right? Tomorrow we're closing. And then you took one day off and the next day you were at a call center for just with other restaurant employees, all, all different walks of life throughout the restaurant industry that decided to take that opportunity. And so you just spent a month in a call center during the beginning of the pandemic. What was, what was that like to go like 24 hours from one job to another? And, and then kind of, what was that? Like you, you touched a little bit on the blessing that it was for you, but what, you know, hit on that a little bit. Well, you know, being in the restaurant business, you're on the go all the time. You stand, you're, you're constantly going from table to table. You're, you're uh, addressing whatever need that comes up um, to a call center where you're sitting and talking on the phone. It was, it was, uh, it was challenging. You know, it was especially for a full room of restaurant people to be sitting down. It drove us crazy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we, we like to be on our feet on our, on the go. And we like that that uh, interaction we get with our guests and, and the staff and not to have that was, was really challenging for a month. But, um, you know, the, I would say the positive of it was I got to meet my wife again. You know, we, for, you know, uh, gosh, I don't know, is it at least uh, four to five weeks in a row where every day we ate, ate dinner together. That hasn't happened probably since we got married 23 years ago. So you know, the opportunity for us to, to have dinner together every single night, go on walks, take our dog on a walk. It was, it was really a blessing. We saw more neighbors in our neighborhood than we've ever seen before because that was your only outlet was to get out and walk. So, you know, in a, in a crazy time, it, it really was, um, it was a blessing. You know, my wife and I got to know each other again. Yeah. So it was very nice. It's, um, it's really what you, it's life is what you make it. You know, we hear that all the time, but, but there were, there was this like uh, kind of movement or momentum. I feel like during the pandemic where if we were able to kind of stop and assess what, what the blessing of just kind of a pause was. Um, and so it's, it's really cool. And, and you and your wife, I know that you kind of have, have a really special connection with your staff that, that was really kind of challenging, but also motivated you to really look out and even early on start mentioning to save your money and, and look at things differently. And, and you have that nurturing. So what kind of motivates you to, to go above and beyond that just general manager mindset um, with your employees and just with your neighborhood? You know, it, it's my wife and I've never had kids. So I, I've always thought of, of my staff as my kids, you know, so it. If, if there's things that I can help them with, if I, if they can learn from one of my, my bad choices over the years, um, then I want to share that. I want to help them, you know, whether it's, it's someone that wants to go to another restaurant and, and leave the, the small family, I'm happy for them, you know? So, you know, I, I, I try to pay attention and in, in what's going on. So when I saw that this, something was coming up pretty quickly, I wanted, I wanted the team to refocus and, and start thinking about themselves a little bit and start protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. 
you know, let, let's quit going out. Let's start saving your money. And if that can extend you an extra week or two before, you know, help comes around, let's, let's start doing it right now. So, you know, we're, we're in a very fortunate situation where we're in a great restaurant. We work for a, a great owner who really cares about us. You know, one thing I noticed throughout the, the process was the communication. Even though we are furloughed employees, the, the communication was still there. Uh, Michael Donnell, who's our COO of the company, really stepped up and enhanced that communication with everyone and encouraged us to keep the communication line open to our team, you know, so, you know, we try to have at least, at least once or twice a week, I'm sending out a, an email just to give people an update, you know, even if we didn't know hundred percent or, Hey, reach out if you're in need of something, you know, we'll, we'll try to come up with an answer. We don't know what that would be right now, but we'll try to come up with an answer for you. So it was a way of, you know, keeping that, that provision team together without us being together. During this, it's been a year almost. I think tomorrow, as we're recording this, it's going to air in a couple of weeks. But the day that we're recording this, it's actually like tomorrow is one year from the first like positive case of Corona in Indiana. So oh. we're almost right at where you're talking about, just a, sh- a couple weeks short of of the dates that you were mentioning. So, um, in that year, you know, we ju- we have these people who are listening. They're resonating with the pain, and they're resonating with the victories, and they're resonating with this neighborly love and this concept of being loved. So. What what's just something or a few of the things that you've learned that we're you're implementing with your team that um that our listeners can just take right now and, and implement in their lives to tackle the we- you know the storm no matter if it's coronavirus or whatever's going on. That's a great question. I'm not sure I have the have the answer for that, but you know I think what's what's worked for us is you know you treat people with respect, you're kind, and uh, you know when. When the day came to start calling people back, you know, that was a tough decision for, for the staff to make. You know, they're making, you know, six to $900 a week with unemployment. And now you're, you're asking them to come back in the midst of all this. There's still a lot of unknown. You don't know what business will look like when they come back, but you're asking them to take a leap of faith and trust you that they're going to be able to come back and make enough money to support their families and, you know, I think that probably was built over the past three years prior to that and how we treated our staff and, and um, we treated them like a family. You know, we, fortunately, uh, we work with adults <laughs> and, and we treat them like adults. And so, you know, I, I think that helped, helped them make that decision to come back that, hey, we, we, we trust you, Chris. Maybe not 100%, you know, because there's still so much unknown. But, um, you know, and I think it, it paid off for them in the long run. Some chose not to, and, and that was that was the right decision for their family. For sure. um, you know, we had some really, really strong team members that decided, you know, Chris, I can't do it. And, you know, my response to them was I support that decision. So, and now we're – here and you're back open and now the state of Indiana where they're changing the regulations a little bit and um, I believe your bar is opening is open yesterday. Or o- opened yesterday so you can now have bar guests so where is provision so people can come see you and eat the food and just you know be a part of that ripple effect that you guys started during the beginning yeah provision we're on the second floor of the Ironworks Indy Hotel so we're we're just right on the corner of Keystone and 86th Street 
Yeah. And that's right, just right by the fashion also, not right too far from there. Tons yeah. to do. Awesome. So I, I really want to thank you for being here today. And I just want to encourage all of you listening that you know, whether you are the general manager of a restaurant group or you're just a little chaplain, no matter who you are, you use your skills and, and the gifts that you're given to just bless the people around you. And if we start like uh, one of the things I think I learned from this today is if we what Chris said is the three years of, lo- of loyalty and like kind of good um, karma that he built with his team is really what held through that year. And I think if we all just look at it that way and we all just be love and all that we do every day in our actions. And then when, when dark times come, when storms come, when pandemics hit, we're already prepared and we're set and ready to just, uh, to be that body, to be that brotherly love and that neighborly love. So thank you for listening. Be sure to uh, continue liking, subscribing, and sharing, and go to gobeloveinc.com if you are hurting or ever need to talk to anyone. I love you. I see you. Be loved. <laughs>